Hey guys, just a quick disclaimer before the episode starts. We are not mental health professionals, nor are we pretending to be. These are our opinions while trying to bring relatable people and stories to make those struggling feel less alone and understood. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Disorderly Takes. I'm Ian. I'm Brian. And uh, we had an episode here today with Kayla, uh, talked a little bit about rejection, um, dating rejection that is, and ghosting also when you're dating. So um, we're just going to jump right into it. And yeah, we hope you guys enjoy it. Enjoy, guys. All right, Kayla, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, I'm Kayla. Um, I'm 24 years old. I am from California. I've been living here in South Florida for a couple years now for grad school. So that takes up most of my time. Um, that's it. I don't do anything super exciting. So how long have you been here in Florida then? Two years. Two years. And then you're in, uh, like, what, what do you do? What are you going to grad school for? I'm in grad school for optometry. Okay. Nice. So today we're going to talk about, you know, rejection and ghosting. So, you know, Kayla, we'll hit it off with you. How do you feel? What's your opinion on rejection? Well, you know, we'll start with the going out aspect yeah. of it. Let's say like, you know, approaching people in person. How do you, you really handle that? So rejection is such a natural part of dating and it's going to happen to everybody. And I think that that's what holds back a lot of people from putting themselves out there is they don't want to be rejected. But the fact is you're going to be rejected. It's going to happen. And so I think it's better to just accept it and take it gracefully. How do you handle it in person, though? Like, let's say, you know, you're going out, you're going to the club, uh-huh. go up to this dude and he's uh, he's like, well, even before then, like, what do you, what's going through your mind? You're like, should I walk up to him? Like, there's, there's a, I feel like there's a big well, confidence thing that goes into yeah. it. That's everybody, I feel too, right? Yeah, I think a lot of girls are scared of shooting their shot, um, because they're scared that the guy will say no. Um, but you just do it. You build up the confidence, and even if you're not, you just fake it and you go up to them, start talking to them. If they're not interested, cool, whatever. There's like a hundred other dudes at the club. So, like, let's say you go out. And you walk up to a guy at a club and he's just like, nah, you know, like just says it like out loud. Like, no, nah, I'm not into it. Yeah, that's definitely happened. But like, how do you react to it? Like emotionally, are you like, uh, I think the first few times, definitely your confidence is hurt and you're like, oh shit, like he doesn't think I'm cute or I'm weird or whatever. But, uh, after you get used to it and you just accept it doesn't really phase you anymore like it doesn't like bother you like at all like it, i mean a I, little bit it's always gonna bother you a little bit i think but because again you were saying like i think it, that's what stops a lot of people is like you know you don't want to like hurt your pride or whatever or your ego by like, going up to somebody and getting that rejection you know because it's like yeah. all right now like what did i do was it like the way i look or is it you know yeah something that i said that was weirder but then you think about it yourself like you everybody has rejected somebody at some point in their life so at least in the going out aspect, though. Yeah. Like, you're surrounded by a lot of people. But like, yeah. yeah. I can understand why people get, like, do it and you get rejected. You get, like, anxious, I guess. You're like, no. Yeah, but you once like, you get over that initial anxiety and the initial hurt feeling, I think it's a lot easier. What do you think about, um, like, people being more inclined to going up to guys or girls when they're, like, in groups with their friends? Ooh. Yeah, I've noticed that... Um, Guys won't approach you if you're in a big group of girls. They're more likely to approach you if it's maybe you and a friend or um, a smaller group. That's definitely more intimidating to be rejected because you know that 
they're gonna tell your friends, their friends, like, yeah. oh, that From guy just came up to me. From a girl's perspective, how would, how do you like view that? Like, if you see a guy, and you know, he's in a group with like a couple yeah. guys, is it just the group that turns you off that you're like, ah, uh, I probably shouldn't do that? Yeah, I usually won't approach a guy that's in a big group of guys i especially wouldn't approach them if there's girls in that group because just because you don't know if they're with somebody or you don't know the dynamics of that group so it's more likely for me to approach somebody who is with with maybe like one or two other guys but yeah like giving rejection but that like taking rejection and being okay with it but also like giving rejection gracefully like i know i know a few girls that are really rude when they reject guys like they will literally make a gross face at them and be like ew no and i think that that's rude and like not conscious of other people's feelings so being graceful in how you reject people and also in how you take rejection okay yeah i think that that's also what definitely turns off a lot of guys is that girls are definitely going to be the ones on the receiving end of getting hit on more often than guys will so it's like as a girl, I'm assuming you're so you like you're so used to got guys coming up to you like at the club or something that you're kind of like maybe you get tired of it or something that you're just that yeah. maybe that's why some girls react that way they're like ew like I don't want you know but I mean there's still like a buffer to like be a decent yeah human, you know that's what I mean like you have to respect that they built up the courage to come up and talk to you and ask you and even if you don't want to dance with them or talk to them or whatever like you can they'll say it in a nice way like hey i'm not interested or hey i'm just hanging out with my friends like you don't have to be rude about it you don't have to hurt their feelings now are there any circumstances where you've personally or, or seen somebody you know kind of lead the guy on just to get like a drink or something oh or, yeah like whatever you know for sure yeah like, girls where, do that all the time where they're like yeah like you know, they start to you start flirting kind of just to get a drink, and then yeah. and then you kind of get out. Yeah, that happens. Maybe that's. I mean, it's, it depends on the person, depends on the situation. Those are that's interesting dynamics when that happens. Yeah, because the dynamics interesting in the sense that like the guy could be okay and think that that's sufficient interaction, or the guy could be like sick. You know, like this girl just, just wanted a drink out of me, the- and and then now I just spent fifteen dollars on a yeah. rum and coke. And- <laughs> I believe the latter is what probably most guys. Yeah, experience. the latter is going to be the more common. But I'm saying like in the in the circumstances that, that it is sufficient, very rare. Yeah, but I'm I not think- going to say that that's right. I think that it does happen. Um, girls definitely use guys for free drinks or free dinners and dates and stuff like that. So. You know, regardless of that, because that's kind of like a more short-term rejection. That's kind of easier to get over. And it's like, maybe yeah, once you do it so much, you kind of already used to it. You're not used to it, but you know what I mean. It doesn't like phase you yeah, as much. it doesn't phase you. Um, but more in, in tune with like, I guess, um, actually dating, dating, the, dating person. the person or the dating apps or like maybe going a couple dates and you're like, eh, feeling it. What do you, how do you handle that rejection if somebody gives it to you? Yeah, I think that it's important for people to just take dating as it is, which it's meeting people and seeing if you guys are compatible and if you vibe on the same wavelength. And the fact is you're not going to vibe with everybody. Like personalities are going to clash or you're going to lose interest in people and that happens. And I think that people just need to accept that and not take it personally, but just like be aware that not every person is going to 
be interested in you forever. So yeah, you could have had a few great dates and you could have had great conversations over text or on the phone or whatever. But if somebody loses interest, like just take that as them losing interest and move on. Like take it gracefully. Don't think that it's your fault. Don't think that something's wrong with you. Don't be upset at them for, you know, not being interested anymore. That's just that's that's what dating is like. You get rejected until you find somebody who doesn't. Do you ever get catch yourself, though, like because, you know, it's easier said than done. You ever catch yourself feeling maybe feeling those emotions like resentful or like kind of still feeling those emotions. You're like, no, no, no. Like in theory. catching feelings. Where, like, the guy ends things with you or, or rejects you after, like, a few dates, and you're like, uh, like, he says he's not down, and now you're kind of, like, in this position where you're like, well, I thought things were going really well. Yeah. Yeah, that happens, but... Like, you question yourself, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely gonna happen. But like I said, like, you can't really do anything about it. You can't convince him to like you. You know what I mean? So it's better to just not spend your time and energy on somebody who's not going to be interested and just on have you ever had guys that are like uh haggling you about like you know wanting to date or something even after you're like hey you know i don't want anything i think some guys will continue to be persistent even if you tell them that you're not interested um and in some cases that's okay when they're respectful and they're kind of just like you know not pushy but they still want to talk like yeah that's cool you told them where you're at as long as they know that you're not interested, like that's okay. But when they kind of make you feel bad about not going out with them, I think that's when that's not okay. Yeah. So like when that happens where like they're making you feel bad or, you know, they're sending you like 30 messages and there's no response to them. You think that it would be okay to like just ghost that person and be like, you know what? Now I can kind of not speak to them. Ghosting. Um... I don't think personally is ever okay. I think that even if they are that persistent and pushy, you still, it's still good to let them know, hey, you're being pushy. I told you I don't want to talk to you. I'm going to block you now instead of kind of just cutting it off because that's how we learn to be better or to succeed the next time we try with somebody. Um, Ghosting and just kind of not, talking to anybody anymore for no reason can cause a lot of anxiety and stress on the other end of like what did I do wrong what did I say like what is it about me that he doesn't like and so I think it's important to just if you're not interested in somebody anymore like let them know that and be honest about why you're not going to talk to them anymore I think that saves a lot of time and energy on both ends and it's it's definitely the emotionally mature thing to do kind of just aware like you're letting the other people know yeah yeah you're putting yourself in their shoes like you know i wouldn't want to feel like i'm in a limbo and and overthink and have this anxiety about where we stand or or how they feel as opposed to just being blunt and straightforward about how it is but let's say like you were saying the um, you know you tell a guy i'm not into this that's the only way that it would be okay to like stop talking to a guy or ghost him because you've already deliberately been mm-hmm. like, I'm not interested and they're still trying. Yeah, you've already voiced where you're at and they know that and they've disregarded what you've had to say. Yeah, that's. I feel like it's a different situation because, I mean, you have the ghosting like that or, or you already said something. 
and they're being persistent then yeah. that's just kind of annoying and then that on, on their end the other person that's actually doing that they're obviously not aware and they're kind of like that that's kind of toxic on their end yeah, yeah. i think there's two main reasons why people ghost one is that they're scared of conflict and confrontation and second they will ghost you because they don't want to cut the bridge completely um in case they want to come back to you so either way you're playing with that person's emotions and i think it's better to just be honest and upfront about where you're at and how you're feeling instead of leaving them in the dark i think it's just like you treat people the way that you would want to be treated like if you think about it i think we've all been ghosted at some point in our life like when you're talking to somebody and they're super interested in the beginning and then all of a sudden you know they are not texting you every day they're not giving you good full responses they're taking hours and hours to respond like you're left thinking a lot of different thoughts that could or could not be true so like i would rather have somebody straight up be like hey you know, don't waste your time like don't waste your thoughts and your energy on me like well when we say ghosting is it more of the fact like they just stop texting you out of nowhere or it's more of a fact that they slowly i think it can be either whatever the situation is you should be honest with them if that's yeah maybe you know my ex came back into my life i'm starting to talk to her again like let them know that don't lead them on making them think that they still have a chance yeah. when they don't or like even if you're having a tough time with your own you know whatever mental health or anything that you're going through like let the person you're talking to know be like hey i'm not being super responsive like i'm going through a lot right now i can't devote my time and energy to you at this time in my life or even like if you're the one that's being ghosted, taking the initiative and asking the person, like, hey, I've noticed that there's been less interest on your end. You tell me what's going on so I don't, you know. Kind of just being aware, yeah. I feel like you're, you're saying, of, like, the yeah. different aspects of it. I mean, yeah, I, I kind of agree with, with what you're saying. But to play devil's advocate, you know, we don't know what's going on in a lot of people's lives sometimes too so there's got to be a balance in that regard but yeah you should be mature about it definitely with the ghosting aspect if you just drop all contact out of nowhere that's super immature because you just at that point you're not facing conflict and that's a sign of emotional immaturity in my opinion would you say that th that's why girls typically date older guys the emotional maturity yeah i and just like emotional intelligence in i don't general. think that a lot that I don't want I to say that a lot of older guys have maturity well, per se. Well, no, I I think that girls see financial stability and and general like uh you know like they have like their own place and you know their their careers kind of set as emotional competence or emotional intelligence, but in reality, it's not. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can I can see. I definitely agree with you there i, I don't know if they that. see it as emotional intelligence per se but and they see it as like emotional maturity because like they're they are older obviously and maybe like they just assume that they're going to be wiser for that reason because they've you know they've been through more things than somebody else has which obviously isn't true by any means like you know there are people you know in their 20s that you know may be more emotionally mature than somebody in their 30s yeah what do you what do you think I I just I always go back to honesty. I think emotional maturity really has to do with honesty with yourself as well as the person that you're dating. You think it has to do anything with that, like what Ian was saying with the financial stability? You think that kind of maybe gives off of? I think that when a man or a woman is 
secure in their career and they know what they're doing in their life and they're financially stable, it gives them more time and energy to focus on themselves and figure out their emotions and um, become emotionally mature. So in that way, yeah, but I don't think that being financially stable is equal right. to being emotionally mature. Like just because you have that time to, to yeah. be more conscious of yourself doesn't mean that they're necessarily exactly. doing it. So yeah. it's like, you know, they could yeah. have all that time to like think exactly. about it. Yeah. And like from personal not. experience, I've dated guys that are in their 20s and their 30s and guys in their 30s can be just as immature as a guy who's 24. So it really is on an individual basis. And is that something that you pick up on like kind of quickly, like with guys? Yeah, I would say it comes out pretty soon. Maybe not in the first or second date because that's when you're on your best behavior. But definitely within a month of talking to somebody, you kind of know where they're at. Like just like emotionally, like what they're kind of thinking. Yeah. Not even you don't think that you can kind of figure it out like in the conversations, like leading up to the date or anything or maybe not or even on the first few like dates. The first few days. Yeah. Like the type of topic of conversation that's brought up or like. You can kind yeah. of get a sense maybe, but I don't think you know for sure. I think a lot of guys are good at giving off the impression that they're oh, yeah. mature um when they're not like kind of like putting like up a front, smoke screen yeah yeah because yeah. like i said just... on your first date of course you're gonna be the best person that you can be you're gonna want to give off the best first impression well i feel like actually you should just kind of just be yourself well you day. should but, but it's like, really be, hard to naturally got, there's a you gotta be on your best behavior but be yourself best behavior yeah what kind of mindset are you going into when you're dating so as to not get hurt you know like what what are you thinking like initially like with each person that you're starting to talk to like because there has to be some sort of i don't want to see a guard that you're putting up but like filter that you're seeing this relationship through you know to make sure that you're not going to get hurt and that you know if they do ghost you or reject you that you're not going to be like it's not going to be detrimental yeah i think um you have to know what you're looking for when you enter into any kind of dating relationship. And that's what will protect you or not from getting hurt. Because if you're looking to be in a relationship and get into something serious, you're going to have to be vulnerable at some point. So you have to be open to that. Whereas if you're just casually dating or looking for something, you know, not serious, you're probably going to put walls up and you're going to keep those walls up because you know that that person is not going to be your forever person. Right. So. Yeah, going into any kind of relationship or situationship, knowing what you want. Because if you know it's going to be short term, then you have to be okay with the rejection that's going to inevitably come. Right. Fair enough. Well, uh, thank you, Kayla, uh, for coming on this little episode of Totally Takes. Yeah, Kayla, um, you're, um, you're awesome. Thank you. Nice perspective. So yes. if you want anyone to reach out to you, what... But how can they? <laughs> and they hit you in the DMs. Yeah, maybe? if you want to slide into the DMs, it's at Kayla dot with a C on Instagram. Wait. All, right. All right. And I'm Ian. And I'm Brian. And thanks for taking on our disorderly perspectives.